another episode of No But Yeah. I'm Kendall Sanders. And I'm Lily Doniger. And today's episode is all about travel. We thought we wanted a little bit of a change of pace from our last two episodes. We wanted to keep you guys on your toes. <laughs> and it's summer, so summer's coming up. Summer break is just around the corner. Like, I can taste it. So what better subject to talk about our favorite, like, travel stories and... You know, just like what we like to do, you know, when we're on vacation. So speaking of vacation and summer, a lot of you guys have been asking, will we be doing the podcast during the summer? And the answer is absolutely. The answer is yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we we got to order some things. Some <laughs> we got to like figure out the figure technical out stuff. But you know what? If we have overcome every technological challenge that we've been faced with thus far, and by we, I literally just mean Lily. No, please stop saying that. No, lit- no, babe. They, stop They're going to think I'm a tech bro, which I'm most certainly not. No, everyone. guys, Don't she's so good with all this equipment stuff. <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch anything. So. By your own rule. Yeah. But yeah, so we're going to be here over the summer, and we're going to be recording episodes. Um, we're going to take a one-week break. Yeah. When we move out. Yeah, next but week. But don't worry. Don't worry, we'll be back. Don't worry. Um, so yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to hit my headphones against it. But the real the I think we need to address the elephant in the room. And that is the elephant in the studio. <laughs> that is the elephant in the studio. And okay, so two weeks ago on our episode titled Crazy Stupid Love, Kendall <laughs> talked about a hypothetical man she creates for herself that she likes to call Gage. Yeah. And this has been, what, like two years? How long have you had Gage? Yeah, I would say two years. Two years. And we discovered the other day, I discovered, that Kendall has been spelling... Wait! Sorry. A year. I would say a year. Okay. She's just trying to make it better. (laughs) But we've discovered that Kendall has been spelling Gage (laughs) totally wrong. And let me read you this note card that I found quote quote it's really cringy so get ready stop I am so thankful and I feel butterflies in my stomach Mm -hmm. now that I'm in a healthy loving relationship mutual relationship Mm -hmm. with gouage (laughs) Kendall has been spelling the name gauge g-u-a-g-e instead of g-a-u-g-e gouage for two years <laughs> so we need to go back to crazy stupid love and like redact all of the parts where she says gauge because that is not the way she's been pronouncing it gouage. and i think you all needed to know and maybe that's why my manifesting hasn't worked was because the universe is like who the what the fuck is a gouage <laughs> because it's already like who is out there named gauge that's already a pretty like i don't know off the beaten path name but now I sp- I'm spelling it wrong. <laughs> gouage. Gouage. So, Wait, so are you going to stick with gouage or are you going to change it now? Um, well, you'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So gouage, whatever. Who cares? Um, Lily and I have been hauled up in a classroom here at William & Mary instead of going to swim like all of finals week, like instead of working at the library we just go straight to this the cutest room in the english um building and it's so clutch like we literally we get onto like the projector and we put like our pomodoro method and our timers up and we play classical music and like study music it's like the best i think we have the best study atmosphere hands down um but 
today I discovered that Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead. Oh my god, Kendall. Yeah, I cannot believe. I feel like surely every single one of our listeners is aware that Philip Seymour Hoffman, the man that plays Plutarch Heavensby in The Hunger Games, he plays other roles, and but so like much for our more. generation, mm-hmm. probably that's the nearest thing. Okay, um, but I'm still he's puzzled been by dead it. for eight years, Kendall. Eight years. There was like a whole thing about it. He literally was not in the last maybe the last two Mockingjay movies and they literally edited his face into the last movie this was a big thing and I am usually not one to be aware of celebrity gossip gossip sorry okay god (laughs) because I just found out like two hours ago I'm still mourning and still reeling like I'm still in shock and I don't feel bad for you because I'm like (laughs) Where have you been for eight years? I've been. Like, you know all of the tea about Chris Jenner, but you oh, yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Philip Seymour Hoffman's died. No. Okay, moving on. Moving on. So- I just wanted to... <laughs> Kendall, she's such a silly, silly girl. She is. I'm, I needed to add those two stories in. I let Lily talk about that gouache story, and I let... You know, I brought up the Philip Seymour Hoffman thing was because I want everyone to know that I'm not perfect. And because it's Oh, shut up. It's a huge misconception that I am perfect and I don't blame anyone for thinking that. So Okay, moving on, moving on. (laughs) So this episode is about travel travel. And I I mean, I feel like Kendall's like a relatively like traveled person. Maybe because Kendall lived in Japan. Um Mm. Do you want to, like, start us off with your experience as yeah, an expat? sure, as an expat. <laughs> what did you think of Japan? Where did you live? Well, okay, so, you know, I'm a military brat, and so we moved to Japan when I was, like, around two, so I don't really remember mm, the trip there, but we lived there for seven years, so that's, like, we're, like, the, you know, formative part of my childhood was... Um, and we lived on base, so we were pretty, like, sheltered in American culture, and so, but we did go to an off-base school. We went to, um, a Montessori school off-base, um, so, like, interacting with, like, so we sung the national anthem in Japanese, and we- Sing it. I can't. It's embarrassing. I can't. And, you know, if my parents would have tried a little bit harder to keep me in Japanese- I would be super impressive, but no, 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 no. I don't know anything. You're not impressive at all either, so. Aww. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So, Japan, Okinawa, Japan, and then um, after that, we came straight to the States and straight to Virginia. Mmm. Yummy, mm. yummy. Mm, yum, Virginia. Yum. But, okay, one thing I found interesting the other day was that you said you had never had a hibachi while you were oh, in yeah. Japan. No hibachi in Japan. Wait. Oh. Maybe once, but like we I just I always remember like it was either like sushi or like octopus. Like that was like the the thing that seared into my memory was like having like treat days. Like, you know, the teachers would bring in like fried octopus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would have eaten that shit up. It, it, I think it was good. Wow. It's been a while since I've had fried octopus. But Wait, yeah, so how old were you when you lived there? Did you already say that? Um, From like two to like 
10 years old. Oh my god, so a long time. I guess so. And then, yeah. So both my siblings were born there. And I was born in Georgia, right outside Atlanta. So you're very global. You're very cosmopolitan. I'm a globetrotter. What can I say? Um, And speaking of globetrotting, I guess, like, this is our first, like, you know, like, okay, so Japan, the States, and I've been to London Mm -hmm. and Paris. That was a school trip. (laughs) Your London trip was a school trip? The London Paris trip was a school trip. That, Wait, like that everyone went on or no no okay, no, no, okay. no like you there was like interest forms and you could sign up and it was it really wasn't a large group of people but I remember my it was the summer between sophomore year and junior year and my grandma was a chaperone shut up yeah my grandma shout out to Mimi <laughs> shout out to Mimi um <laughs> was a chaperone and so we're in London and it's super fun like really the trip was just mainly like seniors like who had graduated and so they were leaving they'd already graduated high school so i'm like hanging out with a bunch of like 18 year olds who legally could like drink and stuff and get tattoos and stuff like i remember we were in camden town which is like a neighborhood in london and they all went to get tattoos and for some reason instead of like exploring the neighborhood and hanging out i decided to like just sit and watch them get tatted (laughs) for two hours but the coolest music was playing. It's like jungle, like EDM beats. And I remember like being like, I need to know what kind of music this is. And I asked like the lady and she like writes it down on a piece of paper. And that's what I've been listening to ever since to like grind. Like if you follow me on Spotify, I have a grind playlist and it's just like that jungle, like EDM. Wait, super, by grind, what do you mean? Like if I need to do something super fast, okay. like if I had a paper due at 11.59, and it's 11.15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would play. So I, I discovered a lot of things. Um, I was by myself for some reason for a lot of the trip. I didn't have a roommate. So some oh. so some nights I would sleep by myself. And I remember one night per- in particular, we were in this like, I don't know if they have suburbs in London, but we're in this like weird middle town near like Shakespeare's boyhood home or whatever. <laughs> And it's a motel, and we're spending the night. And there, people were talking about like there was a some guys, some men who were knocking on the doors and like going up to girls and like asking them information. And people were like, "Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of sex trafficking in Europe, so like we got to be cautious." Oh my people. god! And you were alone. And I was alone. I'm like 16. Yeah, I'm like 16. And people, so like the chaperones and like the teachers were like, you know. If you would like, you can, you know, share a room Mimi. or <laughs> sleep with Mimi. You know, we'll figure it out. You don't have to sleep alone. I was like, no, you guys, I can do this. Shut up. No, I don't know what was wrong with me. I have, like, <laughs> no fear. I have no fear except for, like, the weirdest things. And you know my yeah. my deepest fears. We'll get into that later. We will. That's a whole other episode. But, yeah. Um, and then we went to Paris mm-hmm. after for like two days and did you speak a little, at this point were you taking french classes i was a weird person i took spanish oh, I yeah but i sort of like was i took french up on my own so that was cool i i enjoyed paris i think a lot of people have like paris syndrome do you know what that is no paris syndrome is like people have this huge expectation and romanticize the idea of mm-hmm. paris and then when they get there 
and they realize it's a very filthy, dirty, like disgusting city that does not meet their expectations, they actually get physically sick. Okay. Well, this is just reminding me of my Paris trip. So the first time I traveled out of the country was when I was 10. And my, it was like my whole family. It was my grandparents, my mom and my dad and my younger brother and sister. We all went to Paris and London. Same vibe. Um, And I don't like, I'm really grateful for this trip, but I was a a bitch the whole time. I was like, it's too hot. I don't want to see the art. (laughs) It was, I was awful. And it makes me sad because I'm like, I really didn't appreciate it in the manner that I should have. But, um, yeah, I just, I, my Paris thing is that I only remember it being disgustingly hot because we went in like July and we walked everywhere and I was so tired that I didn't even, I like sat as my parents walked through the art museums Mm -hmm. and my grandpa, this is the key pillar of the trip. My grandpa, we were like getting on the subway (laughs) to go to like, I don't, like, I don't remember where we were going, but my grandpa got his wallet like stolen out of the back of his pants pocket and the guy who stole it like took off down the train like he was into a different car and my dad you know wanted to be the savior of the story so took off after him the guy gets off at the next stop and my dad is sprinting out of the train to find (laughs) him and like tackles him in like in the yard or something it was very it was like very weird um, and then, like, but for some reason he didn't acquire the wallet in the tackle. So then he had to go to the police station. It was this whole thing. And my dad did not have a nice time. Um, yeah. But so my like one key memory of the trip though, was like my grandpa getting his wallet stolen and my dad literally tackling like the random Frenchman who <laughs> sold little Eiffel Tower trinkets. Okay. Under so like, yeah. Like I want to talk about like the Eiffel Tower trinkets. We were like. We're, like, parked outside, like, our huge tour bus or whatever, and we're, you know, waiting to go to, like, the Garden de Luxembourg or whatever. And so we're going outside, and, like, so, like, the thing about, like, Paris is, like, there are a lot of people trying to sell you, you know, these little trinkets, these very cheap, like, you know, Eiffel Towers and all these things. And, of course, at the time, I'm very young. I don't... (laughs) Hey, I've got a budget. I've got my Euros set. Yeah, I mean, there you go. And, like... I don't know. The man was talking sweet deals. He's like, I'll, I'll throw this in for free. He put, he literally reaches into my backpack. I don't know why I'm so trusting. <laughs> and drops like a watch set, like a, a, a male watch and then like a female watch. And he's like, that's for free for you buying like all these. I'm like, oh shit. Stop. Oh shit. And like, so <laughs> I, I come home from the Paris trip. I'm like, mom, dad, like, thank you so much for like, you know letting me go on this trip and like paying for me and like so here's here are these watches and then i think i got every one of my friends a keychain i still have like the paris eiffel tower in my room like i i brought back a lot of stuff oh my god so many shirts from london Mm. i'm like a like a tourist junkie like i love those little knickknacks and like shirts and stuff like that so i brought back shirts i have a shirt that says um i'm going underground it's (laughs) I, I love, wore that the other day. Yeah, Lily wore it when she slept over, and it's like a map of like, um, metro the the underground, like their their metro system. I just think it's so cool. That's cool. But here's Lauren, Lauren, my sister. If you're listening to this, she went to Amsterdam for like soccer. They like played the Netherlands or whatever. Shut and up. And yeah, so she she did that trip, and 
brings back zilch. Wait, can we? I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> can we go back to the watches though? The like, watches were they real? Did they work? I think they worked. I mean, they, so you just pay, they you just, just like way paid too much. That's the moral of the story. I or don't know. Did he take anything out of your back? No. Mm-mm. No, they were perfectly nice, and like I think our tour guide. Oh, he was so awesome, Freddie. I would love to find him and meet with him one day. I bet he's listening to this. I hope he is. <laughs> no, but he was just explaining, you know, like these people, you know, from French-speaking, like, African countries, and they come, and they, they do what they need to do, and then they leave. And everyone the entire time was just complaining, like, ew, like, why are they bombarding us? Like, why do they want oh, us okay, to buy? Okay. I'm just like, guys, buy the freaking trinket. It means nothing to you, but it means so much to this person that's going to be able to send this money back to their family. Like, that's beautiful. I mean, come on. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So Okay, so Lauren went to Amsterdam. She went to Amsterdam, and she didn't bring back. She brought back Nish. She brought herself a Gucci perfume, <laughs> which she promptly returned, and then maybe a sweatshirt or something, um, and then brought us back, you know, one of those fridge magnets. I, too, brought back fridge magnets, too, but in addition to all that swag. So, anyway, when I go on vacation, I'm very generous. I'm thinking about everyone. everyone. Thinking about everyone. So, that was the London and Paris trip, and oh, wait, there's another story in it. Okay. So there was this girl from, like, my middle school and high school, and she was just notoriously just a very annoying girl. Like, and she was on this trip with us, and I, and I distinctly remember her getting very close to my grandma, and, like, being very buddy, like, everyone- I just know you were jealous. I was just like- You were like, Mimi, stop. (laughs) Mimi, stop talking to her. Like, Mimi, please, like, can you, like- stopping so like your southern hospitality she's from georgia <laughs> can you just like just tell her to like leave anyway so the entire trip she had gotten close to this one like upperclassman or whatever i think he might have been graduating too weird kid that's another story um and he was like in london buying her vans buying her i'm sorry what like a like sunglasses like whatever she want she got and it wasn't until like the last day or something and we we're in Paris and we passed by the Disney store and she throws a full on tantrum on the Champs-Élysées like because he didn't buy because I think he was like I'm done like buying you shit like this is where I draw He's the like, line I literally don't have any like, more money like I'm not gonna buy you something from the Disney store like and she was like whining and complaining about how like it's duty free or something and everyone's just like can you shut up like you're so privileged to be in paris right now like disney also you have a disney store you're freaking in stafford no no sorry no no disney store there okay um but we have (laughs) disney stores in america baby like it's not that big of a deal so that was very annoying i had to deal with that but like everyone loved my grandma's accent her, her little southern twang. Her twang. The people in London were like, I love your southern twang. It's so good. I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's shocking. I so, always get a little self-conscious. I'm like, oh, yeah, God, so. Right through me. <laughs> yeah, so that was London and Paris. And I. that was the last time I've been out of the country. That was like four years ago. Okay. But um, Lily and I want to study abroad in London. We do. Spring semester. 
I can't wait to take this podcast international. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Podcast international. International podcast. Well, on the topic of, like, school trips, I also have a school trip experience. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So my sophomore year, I guess this is the summer before my sophomore year, um, it was similar vibe. Like, you could, like, sign up to go on this trip. Um, and it was to Cuba. And this was when... This was kind of a big deal because this was right when, like, at the end of Obama, I, well, I guess Trump was already president, but Obama had done all the, like, stuff to get travel back in Cuba and, like, open up the borders and everything after so long without it. And then Trump came in and promptly, like, um, like closed everything down again. So this was kind of, like, the last time when people could... uh like school groups could travel in Cuba and um I went because I had like taken Spanish classes all throughout high school and everything and like obviously just felt like a really cool experience so it was nine days and similar vibes like there was like seniors who were just graduated but there were also a lot of people from my grade and like the grade above me and so it was kind of this big thing but I wasn't really close with any of the people from my grade so I like stayed with like I roomed with like some junior girls and um it oh my god we just thought we were the coolest things it was it was so funny so the trip I don't I don't know why they ever thought to do this but because they wanted us to see like the historically Cuban things we of course went to cigar factories because obviously that's Cuba um but like I don't know what they were thinking like they were like, oh, yeah, 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 you junior boys, you can buy cigars <laughs> to take home to your dads as gifts. Yeah. It'll just... To take home to their dads. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, to sure. Home dads. We're going to save these for our college graduation. <laughs> right. Um, and so, obviously, that was not the case. Obviously so, it, it, one night, um, we were in this town called Cienfuegos, 100 fires. <laughs> and it was like kind of a beach town. So we were like in this kind of like resort. And so all of our rooms were like on the ground floor and we had these like little patios outside. And so the teachers were like, okay, guys, good night. You know, don't come out of your rooms. But they didn't do anything like the tape on the doors or anything. So we all met up at this guy's room. His name is Harper. I, I, he definitely won't ever listen to this. So Harper Grove, if you're out there, hey. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> We all went out onto like his porch and everyone was like, yeah, let's, let's test one of these cigars out. And so they like passed it around. It was so funny. And the teachers like saw that we were doing this. And so they were like, guys, go back to bed. But I don't think they like saw the cigar madness. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they just like made a whole big deal about it the next day. They were like, guys, you can't go out of your rooms at night. We're in the communist country. <laughs> um, But then another funny part of that trip was when I was staying with these girls and we were in Havana. Um, Like everyone in Havana, like the like Wi-Fi access is not like it's not like America where you can like kind of get it wherever you are. Mm -hmm. So at night, a bunch of people will come sit out on the street in front of the hotel because you can buy like an hour's worth of wi-fi from the hotel and so we had all these like cute guys like <laughs> sitting on the street right under our window and so 
one of the girls was like, let's send a little paper airplane down there. So they literally like try to write in like scratchy Spanish and like send this little airplane down. And they were like, what's your number? And then we had one guy at the bottom, like read the thing and he's yelling like a stream of numbers up to our room. Mm -hmm. And I'm like writing them down madly (laughs) to like try to call them later. Um, and we had this whole plan that we were going to sneak out oh and go to a jazz God. club because that was what we wanted our Cuban experience to be. Never happened. No. But that would have been so sketchy, too. I know that would have been really dangerous, actually very <laughs> dangerous. Um, but that was an awesome trip. Um, it was kind of one of those things, though, where like the whole time I was like, do my sheets have bed bugs in them? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I'm eating the same freaking chicken mole for every <laughs> meal. Like I was like, how many more days are there? But oh it was like, God. but it was like really was, great. Yeah. No, it sounds like such a fun time. Like it I, was. What, what's the town called? Siente. Cien Fuegos. Cien Fuegos. Like that yeah. sounds fire. No, it was very. But it, was, it was literally fire. Like speaking of like getting like the cuisine and just like getting tired. <laughs> this should not be a surprise to anyone. UK cuisine should that should be an oxymoron because what the, is that it's also all bland the beans like the breakfast bar actually made me want to cry every morning <laughs> getting up and like oh yes it's time for sausage <laughs> toast beans just tomato they're just eating whole tomatoes too i i just okay whatever but in paris i never got tired the croissants i love mm. the croissants but the showers are so tiny so yeah can we just talk smaller smaller than your closet i was also gonna say can we talk about going to europe and feeling incredibly self-conscious about your body economic political state of the world well not that no i was just gonna (laughs) say like i feel like i feel like there we had this exchange student like my junior year he was a freshman i was a junior um and he was german and he would like talk about how like everyone in europe was like skinny i was like I just, like, felt like that was weird. I feel like, I don't know. It's just, like, when... So, I my family did this, like, big Europe trip, like, the summer after my junior year. So, like, right before COVID. Yeah, like, National Lampoon's European yeah. vacation. Yeah. We went all over. <laughs> but I was just, like... I don't know. It was just that was always in the back of my mind. I was, like, oh, like are they hy- judgmental? Like, just hyper-aware. Yeah. I yeah. I don't really think about that. It's, like, not a huge thing, but I was just, like... I feel like the the stereotypical image is that like there are these Parisian women who are super skinny because they smoke cigarettes to like curb their <laughs> appetites. Yeah. And they just eat their red lipstick or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and drink mass amounts of alcohol. Too. Yeah. yeah. But hey, we we get down, but um speaking of, we'll we'll bring it back domestic. We're coming back. Okay. Um like school trips in general are just like so fun and so wild just like the fact that you're like 15 16 or whatever and you're like out on your own like we the entire time london and paris like we did not have chaperones like we had chaperones but it was kind of just like everyone pick a group that is going to do what you think is fun and go Mm -hmm. so it was literally just us 18 below like walking around paris and london by ourselves and they were like all right meet back for dinner at seven like so that was a huge amount of freedom yeah and i remember even though i was like the youngest in my group i'm i was the one who was like 
we need to understand the train system and when to That's come back. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, like, what kind of vacations do you like to have? Mm-hmm. Because, oh, I'll, I'll just, like, give a little anecdote here. Mm-hmm. I definitely like to, like, I like to get up early. I like to take my walk. I like to have a plan for the day. Like, where we're eating, obviously, because my life is, like, planned out mm-hmm. by meals, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm like, so we're going to lunch here and we're going to dinner here. So whatever we have to do has to, like, encompass that. But my sister, oh, my God. This is going to sound ridiculously like overprivileged, but we were, when we were on this big Europe trip, granted we had been, I mean, we did so many cities in so many days. Like we did only did like two nights per city. So we were always on the move. So it was exhausting, but like we get to Vienna one night and Charlotte, my, my mom and my brother and I are like, oh, let's go to this museum. Like, and then we can get dinner. Charlotte's like, no, I'm staying in the room. So she literally like sat in the room and watched Money Heist for like the one of the whole days that we were in Vienna. Oh, wow. And she was like, bring me a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me so angry because I'm so the type of person I don't want a relaxed vacation. Oh. And I actually, I would say I don't like going to places like beaches because we've had this conversation, mm-hmm. but I don't really think beach, like, I don't know how, how, how different is like another beach scene. Mm-hmm. like florida versus the caribbean like i know i i know there's gonna be a lot of people out there that are like okay lily you're just being ignorant like obviously <laughs> the caribbean looks different it's clear waters whatever <laughs> but if you're going to the same freaking inclusive resort and you're an all-inclusive resort and you're not seeing like the city yeah you're not getting any different experience than if you were anywhere else so that being said i don't like i also don't like to go to places where the goal is to relax i'd say i need to go to like cities hustle and bustle you know bustle and i will say that i am a city girl like i love like chicago is my favorite city i try to visit every summer every other summer it's definitely where i'm going to end up eventually and like going to like the art institute like that was so much fun like last summer like seeing um a sunday afternoon on the island Mm of grand jot like that painting has been like like so historic for me because it comes up so many times in like academic team which is like our like quiz bowl anyway for those of you who don't know kendall is brilliant with trivia i love trivia i was like president of academic team so i'm all about that art history subtle flex subtle flex but yeah like i like i like cities i love cities and i love the hustle and bustle what i will say is that i've yet to be on a vacation that i've had to like I haven't been on like too many vacations, but I will say that I do like to chill. I like to mm-hmm. relax. It's hard to relax when you're not in your house, but I will say that like I wouldn't mind like hanging out on the beach or whatever. I'm not picky. We can be wherever we want, whenever. We'll get there eventually. I think I'm at a happy medium where I'm not like super anal, like we have to be at this time now and we have every minute needs to be planned down to the second. Like I'm not like that. But at the same time, I'm also not going to spend an entire day on vacation not watching Charlotte. Netflix. Not so Charlotte. I'm at a good medium. So I feel like we would work good on vacation, especially since I am I definitely want to come to Louisville this summer. Candles coming to Louisville. 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 I, I to can't wait to see Jack Harlow <laughs> <laughs> and Drake or whatever. Yeah. Like, And speaking of museums, this kind of we're this brings me back to like international, but like I got lost in the Louvre. I got lost in the Louvre and 
Okay, so you know that. So there's a pyramid, right? Yeah. Is it that famous pyramid, the glass pyramid, the glass pyramid. And so I wanted to go look at it and like take pictures in front of it because that summer was the summer that like Beyonce and Jay Z dropped like heard about us like that was their album and so they that famous painting of them in front of the Mona Lisa like so I was like oh I have to recreate so <laughs> I'm lost and I'm and I it's hard to like find a way to get back in once you're outside because of course th- this is a museum that you need to get in and all this stuff so I'm like going around asking questions eventually I go up to a security guard and to like get back in because you have to like scan your bag or whatever and I'm trying my darndest in French, but I'm just so exhausted and so scared, and I just want to get back to my people. I've been wandering around this museum for, like, an hour by myself, and I'm, it's getting a little too much. So he's like, you know, like, da 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 I'm just like, I'm American. I, I, I <laughs> speak English. Said that. Yeah, after... After Colum- you're like, uh, il y a and so he's like, all right. And he just lets me through. I think he just felt sorry for me. He didn't even scan your bag. N- no, I don't think you so. You would have been the one to take down the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Money heist. Okay, but can we talk about the Mona Lisa really quickly? Like, that shit is the most uh, unimpressive. It's very small. It is, like, yeah. And there's always, like, the most packed horde of people mm-hmm. in front of it that you can't see i i act like i've been there several times i've seen it once, once guys once, once literally once from afar but i have like... this picture of me like squished in the crowd <laughs> in front of it but like when you're taking a picture of the mona lisa it's more like you're taking a picture of someone taking a picture of someone literally taking a picture literally. of the of mona lisa the you're just looking at iphones and basically. the glass makes it so that it's like a little bit reflective like you can't actually see the yeah thing but i, I do feel like i i have really created a particular passion for art mm-hmm. and particularly art heists and i actually didn't know oh, yeah, yeah. that the mona lisa had been stolen for two years in like the early 1900s Damn. maybe even earlier than that maybe it was earlier than that i read a whole book about it i should know but mm-hmm. yeah creepy stuff and people say that perhaps the one that's there is not the real one perhaps it's a fake <gasps> yeah so if you guys Tea. ever see me out I'd love to engage in some casual conversation about how international yeah. art heist uh, contributes to international conflict. But talk about that's yeah. for another day. <laughs> another, I can't wait for that episode. Um, <laughs> so, like school trips, you know, flying. I love flying, and mm. I love airports. Airports are so fun because, like, I'm a people watcher. I love to people watch, and there's no better place to people watch than the airport. I like to make up stories. I'm like, are they going home? Or are they going to see someone? Or are they coming back? What's their name? Where are they from? Why do they look so disgruntled? I don't... Um, mm, I feel like I don't... I definitely don't do that at the level that you do. <laughs> I do like to see all the people. My mom like always cries when we go to airports because there's always like a reunion scene. Oh. Don't you think? Like There's always like two people who are like... Par- parents... Yeah child lovers the, whatever the military oh yeah 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 the reconnections mm-hmm. she's always just like oh god it's so beautiful <laughs> um i well i think flying's okay i like it and sometimes it really freaks me out my mom just booked us a trip over the summer to go to um la and there's a direct flight 
on Spirit Airlines from Louisville to LA. <laughs> I do remember you you were on the and, phone and you asked me, have you ever flown Spirit? And I was well, like, because no. I feel like these days I've been seeing so many TikToks about like horror Spirit Airlines it's stories. It's Airbus. You're taking an Airbus, but you'll be fine. Yeah, but there's only like one bad Airbus model. Mm-hmm. What? Um, but never mind that. Anyway, I just m- then I asked my friend Noah on the phone. I was with him. I was like, "Have you ever flown Spirit Airlines?" He's like, "Yeah, once." He was like, "I was going to Mardi Gras for my frat formal," and he said, "You want to know what happened on this flight?" Yeah. He said a lady like literally had a heart attack oh. on the plane. And they had to put down the oxygen masks so that she could have mm-hmm. oxygen. And they were literally about to emergency land the plane. And this was all his all his first time on Spirit. Everything was fine. <laughs> I think she survived. But like, can you imagine? You have no idea what's going on. And you see that the oxygen masks yeah. come on. And they're like, don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry it's about it. It's just for one person. <laughs> okay. But you really like airports I because, um, yeah, you yeah. also say... You also say here that there's like <laughs> sexual tension and mysticism associated with airports. There's in your something mind. in the air in airports. And I think a lot of people can agree that when you see a person your age at the airport, it's so on. You're like, I could totally bag you. Or like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know I what it totally is. Totally bag you. Like, that's just where the hotties go together. So even though when you're traveling, right, you want to be comfy, you want to make sure that you're comfortable. But you also need to be wearing something that's, like, cute. Cute and comfy. Because you just never know. I know. And I feel like I always start out. I'm like, I'm going to make sure my bags look coordinated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I can go through the security line smoothly. And never, it never goes according to plan. I, like, I'm in a sweat. I get stopped going through the, the, you know, Mm -hmm. what's it called? The TSA. X-ray machine? What is that? Oh, never mind. Um. And like it's just always a crisis. I always look like a like a disjointed mess. <laughs> but I mean, do you do it smoothly? What are your tips? My tips? How to look attractive at the airport? <laughs> um. Yeah, a cute maybe like crop sweater moment. Oh, your best leggings. Okay, yeah, I do always get cold on planes though. Okay, maybe bring a blanket. I don't know, like a, a like a thin blanket or something. Okay. Maybe our next Instagram post will be oh. my favorite airport fits. Link in bio. Link if you in wanna, bio. If you're interested in these products. Yeah, but like, I was also thinking about the time that I missed my flight. Oh my god! I was flying alone back home from Chicago, and <sighs> guys, this is so embarrassing. Was this all your fault? It was all my fault because because it was like my first time flying alone. Like I was like taking everything that like my aunt who had flown with me to Chicago was telling me like this is what you need to be paying attention so the boarding groups that's what tripped me up I was like okay my boarding group didn't get called so I'm waiting I'm waiting the screen that it never I just didn't even know. though it was like probably one two and three and they were on three and you were like why didn't two get called yeah like my group was like freaking eight and I don't know I was reading and also the um you were probably yeah the Heim the Heim album had dropped so I was listening to that so I missed my flight and I go up to the desk and she's like were you like late to the gate and I was like no I was sitting right at the gate and she's she laughs at me she freaking laughs at me no not in front of her and then (laughs) when I get onto the phone with my mom then she starts yelling and then I start crying and honestly it ended up being fine 
it was like an hour the next flight oh. to dc was in an hour i just had to move to another gate and just be a little more aware but never again will i miss a flight Dang. knock on wood I've never had a story like that. I will say I've I feel like I'm pretty good with transportation and like making sure I'm places on time. Mm-hmm. My friends and I one of my friends has like a house in Nantucket and so over the summer we all went and I was going to go see my friend Molly who goes to Brown University before then. And so I like obviously because Louisville and Providence, Rhode Island, the airports are so small. It's like the connections were so crazy. Mm-hmm. I had to like go to Boston and then I had to like wait a few hours, walk to the train station, take a train down to Providence. And then I stayed there for a few nights and then we wanted to go to Nantucket. But since Nantucket is an island, you have to take a ferry. Mm-hmm. And there was also or or you could fly directly into Nantucket, but there was no flight this weekend from providence to nantucket so you want to know what we did what we freaking took a bus called peter pan (laughs) we took a peter pan bus for two hours from providence Mm -hmm. to this little town in massachusetts and then we had to wait there for like an hour and then get a ferry to nantucket crikey so literally that trip i took a plane a train a bus and a ferry (laughs) to get to nantucket to get to nantucket and it all worked out fine but let me just say, I was really making sure shit happened. My friend Molly was being no help. Oh <laughs> man. I mean, for Nantucket, I would have said, fuck it. But oh, Yeah. <laughs> um, that is insane. Like, I want to take, like, a mega bus. Like, um, I want to take a mega bus up to New York City this summer to visit my friend Amar. Mm. And I think it's doable. Like, I, I think we're, like, maybe, like five hours or something. Oh, that's so doable. You could also take a train. Oh, yeah, true. Um, So hopefully that's something that can come into fruition. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I've never been to New York City. So, like, talking about places. So we've talked about places we've been. Mm. Places that you want to go. Where you would want to go. Like, if you could snap your finger right now and be there, like, where would you go? Definitely, like coast of italy like or like the almafi you know, coast yeah portofino oh portofino <laughs> um crema and crema <laughs> and probably i where else would i say um definitely like greece probably too mm. i really want to go to like um central america like maybe like guatemala or something and maybe like thailand oh wow i don't know all over i also have a lot of places that i would like to revisit like definitely vienna i think vienna is my favorite place that i've ever been and i definitely want to go back to venice sometime too wow yeah but what about you definitely more traveled than i am but i australia mm. yeah I think it'd be fun to go to the Gold Coast. I knew you were going to freaking say that. I'd go to the Gold Coast or whatever. And I don't know, New Zealand. I also want to see New Zealand um, because I, I just love their president. But also, True. like, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the Maori people, like, mm-hmm. like their haka. Oh, my. To, if, I don't know how I would react if I were, like, it was in front of me, like, in real time. I think I would, like 
implode with like tears of joy like i i've always i've always been fascinated with that so i would definitely go there um i would say greece too i i've been watching keeping up with the kardashians and i just finished like the older episodes oh right we're i like, literally just watched that we're like with B- Brody jenner still in the picture and stuff Kendall has a crush on Brody jenner. i do have a crush on Brody jenner um and so greece i would say greece um and I, yeah italy too and i, I feel like i feel like a lot of my like dream places are based off of movies like obviously greece like i can think about sisterhood of the traveling pants mama mia, mama mia. And then, like, obviously, Italy. Call me by your name. The Lizzie McGuire movie. The Lizzie McGuire <laughs> movie. It's just like, I always, and I always just think whenever I go on vacation that I'm gonna, like, meet a cute boy and whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll go on, like, a family vacation. Oh. <laughs> We're, like, going to the beach as a family. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm definitely going to meet a cute boy here. No. No. Like, I'm like, my mom is putting my sunscreen on my shoulder. <laughs> like, I'm cute, but if you see me on a family vacation, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, look Literally. away. <laughs> Literally. It's just the fam. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think movies definitely, they, they make us think so fantastical. So maybe, like, I feel like you could get Paris Syndrome for anywhere you go. I think so. Um, I mean, most definitely... Williamsburg, I like to call the Boca Raton of the Mid Atlantic. <laughs> I am always astonished when I see people who are not like local. Like I forget that people come here to like <laughs> Boca Raton, like, yeah, to visit. And I'm just like, this is where you decide to go on your vacation, Dottie and Harold. Like here, well, for, I mean, I get for it. The colonial experience. They want to be close to their colonizer roots. they want to go to the taverns with the tavern they want to reminisce at the time where like they were (laughs) which okay this has to be prefaced by the fact that i don't know if any of you guys have watched the barbie movies oh i'm about to call you out so hard wait where are we going with this but okay i don't know if any of you guys have watched the barbie movies but like the other day we were my friend group and I were being like obsessed with who your ideal prince oh, would be. Yes. And there's a Barbie movie. What is it called? Mermaidia? No. Or Island Jean- Princess. Island Princess. And the prince in the Island Princess <laughs> is literally a colonizer. Mm-hmm. Like he goes and like creates an extractive <laughs> economy. <laughs> but Kendall took a BuzzFeed quiz mm. the other day and you want to know who her prince was? The colonizer. So. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'll own it. You're you're hating on all these people going to Williamsburg <laughs> when you're freaking married to one, bro. He's honestly just so adventurous. Like he just has the foresight. He wants to see new things. Okay, please. <laughs> Whoa, me. T- <laughs> you're literally explaining manifest destiny. Oh, and oop. How did this go from? We're talking about travel. I guess manifest destiny is travel. It's <laughs> it's travel gone wrong. <laughs> It's when you get too curious. You I need think to check yourself. The 13 colonies were just like, what's beyond the Appalachian? I don't think that was their accent, but <laughs> what's beyond the Appalachians? And King George the third. Yeah, was like, come on, guys. We promised like, we wouldn't go there. Like, We're just going to stick to the coast and deal with it. And they're like, no, fuck you, mate. I'm going to see what's beyond the horizon. 
and, and then they were like Lewis and Clark. And the like, rest is hit. Oh, Lewis and Clark, which, best travel duo. And you want to know freaking Lewis is from Kentucky. Oh my God, they're deaf. Well, actually, Clark, not Lewis. Sorry, I don't know. They're definitely gay. Yeah, they are gay. That's a whole theory, but yeah. Honey, you know. How, she wrote wh- the theory. What was it? Four months? <laughs> However long they were out. <laughs> it's giving Brokeback Mountain. <gasps> Brokeback Mountain. Okay, we are really getting off track We're getting off track, but I think I would like to go to Montana. I, I want to ride horses. I like Montana a lot. My great, great uncle Bill. <laughs> great uncle Bill lives in Montana and owns a ranch. The, like just the open sky country. I think it'd be very peaceful. It is. A change of scene. Who's going to Montana? Your your Instagram tags would be so unique. Like, and do you do you post a lot? I'm sorry, from- your friend Grace is going to Montana. You go. Oh yeah. Who's going to Montana? Grace is going to I'm, Montana. She's an oddball. <laughs> I'm talking about like, it's not every day someone's like, I'm going to Montana for vacation. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So it's special. So on this note, what would you say your least favorite cities are? Just say it. It seems like you ba- have one. Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland, I would say. Oof. I, I have not been to many, many cities, but I think it's just because of my association so strongly with, like, Model UN, and, like, that's the trip <laughs> that we would take. And there's there's this one pickle bar, like, a bar called pickle Pickles. Bar? I don't know. And, like, I just, like, I think I, I visited Johns Hopkins. It's a, it's a nice school. But, like, I think just the way that they were so, like, honest about, like, like, you, you just don't go past a certain you know, place, and it kind of did get sketchy at night, walking back from, like, late-night conferences and stuff. But, like, I guess this, like, takes me back to school trips. Like, I will never forget, like, I still think about it. It's been, like, three years. Our, like, advisors for the trip were super strict. Like, curfew at 11, you need to be in your room by, like, 1040. (laughs) No playing around. And this guy, there was a pizza shop in the lobby of the hotel, and everyone I got in their pizza, his pizza is literally in the oven. He's already paid, and the group chat is getting blown up. They're like, they're like, where are you? It's ten fifty. Get your butts in your rooms right now. We're not playing. And he's like, oh, you know, like my pizza's in the oven. I already paid. Like, um, you know, it'll just be a second. It's just in the oven. And they're like, we don't care. Leave and come back now. And you know what he does? He's at ATM this time. He leaves his pizza <laughs> that he's already paid for to go upstairs and go to his room like he's like a little child. I That gets me every time, man, I think of Baltimore because <laughs> his pizza's in the oven. He'd already paid for this pizza, bro. So man's schedule is so bad. Man's had to go to sleep hungry that night. Like, he couldn't even go to the lobby for a snack. Like, we were really prisoners in that city. And so now she... <laughs> so now I hate Baltimore. And not, like... Not because I think it's an unsafe like, city. Of course, every city has its, like, sketchy parts. Every city, I will repeat. Every city has its sketchy parts. Um, But I think it's just my association with, like, yeah. that very... um authoritarian rule <laughs> every time I cr- and when you're in, when you you can feel like we would all be asleep but you can feel <laughs> when you are about to get into Baltimore 
like the bump it's the biggest bump ever and everyone goes flying and like you know you're leaving baltimore like oh yeah there's just like a single bump it's like it's like many many bumps like it's <laughs> so interesting but like all right you, now your least favorite city um mm. i feel like this is such an interesting thing because i talk about this all the time i'm like i will never live here First, first one of those being Williamsburg, Virginia. Ooh, we'll never li- live Boca in Raton. Williamsburg, Virginia. The Boca Raton. <laughs> Where else would I ever live? Florida. Sorry. Yeah, anywhere oh, in Florida, actually. why did I say Baltimore? I don't like Orlando. No, Orlando is literally, like, if you wanted to make a city and all there was were strip malls and mega malls. And then, yes. like, Disney World. It's, like, literally, there's no escaping it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, all parking lot. Um... And okay, I will, I will. I'm gonna talk about Florida really quickly. I went to Miami with my dad recently, and I also I've been to Naples with my grandma one time. Literally, Florida is like, if you took old men, <laughs> gave them beer bellies, gave them like the orangest spray tan you've ever seen, and put them in like a Corvette, like a red Corvette yeah. convertible, that is Florida, mm. and they're all like, gay, but too afraid to talk about it <laughs> and they believe COVID's not real um anyway no i just could never live in florida i'm like who are these people they never ever ever like, where else like i feel like miami but I don't, even then i don't know yeah i just think it's too much the, it, the people are too flamboyant um what oh I just mean like with with like wealth and oh. like everything. Oh. What do you mean? No, God, no. <laughs> I was like, Lily, that's very homophobic. No, no, they're just like so showy with their wealth. Ostentatious. Even if they don't have any wealth, it's like house poor vibes. Like, sorry, no, sorry. That's Christ. a new. That's a new word for you. Ostentatious. Ostentatious. No, I've heard that word before. They're ostentatious. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, where else don't I like? Um. Decatur, Illinois. Decatur. It's this tiny little town. I've only been to Chicago. Yeah, well, Illinois. you don't need to go to Decatur. Decatur. Also, like, I know Gary, Indiana has its, like, history. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indi- If you Okay, if you drive from Louisville to Chicago, you have mm-hmm. to drive through Gary, Indiana, which uh, is, like, right on the border. Mm-hmm. It's, like, right by Chicago. It's this, like, industrial town. It's, like, the most dangerous town in the United oh, States now. Yeah. Wait, and it's got like a lot of from there? yeah 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 it's got a lot of history like it's sad like the situation now but <laughs> if you ever drive through it you will know what i mean like there is it permanent smog over the town and it's like it's like on our drive it's like you're almost to chicago you are almost there it's been like five hours and you're like get me there yeah gary indiana christ gary come home yeah i just like a lot of the like transition towns where it's like Cincinnati or like I need oh. like I just give me big city or give me nothing at all. Go big or go home. And What's I think it called? I... Give me liberty or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I like DC. I'm I love DC. I'm like an hour away from DC and I just think it's like it's not a fun city to drive in. I don't think any city is, like, a good city, but, like, I don't know. Like, the reason why D.C. roads are, like, the streets are just so confusing is because they planned it that way purposely during, so that if there was ever an invasion, you you couldn't get to anywhere important super easily. I'm sorry, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so it's wacky and weird on purpose. 
the streets. And so are you saying that would deter you from... Invading? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you plan your coup. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just mean for, like, living there because you... Li- st- oh. oh. Yeah, probably. That would deter you? See, here's my thing. I, I like I like public transportation. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I would prefer to live somewhere where you don't even. The ex, the, it's so confusing. You just don't even try to drive. We've <laughs> we've been talking for a while. Yeah, and honestly, wherever you go this summer, just you know, feel free to tune in. DM us pictures. We'll DM chat us about you. Pictures. Tag us. Whatever. We really we don't care, but we we love to see the engagement, and it's been. Oh my gosh, this is going to be the last time we're in the studio together for, well, until we're back. Aww. I'm just up in the studio trying to get to you, babe. Taking it back to how it all started. But um, we'll be back. Well, you'll hear from us over the summer, but like, we'll be back. So thank you guys so much for listening, tuning in to No But Yeah. Um, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.